0: Hi, I'm Anna Olson, and you're listening to We're Not Kidding, a podcast devoted to sharing stories surrounding the child-free life. As a life coach, I'm passionate about helping women feel confident and empowered in their choice not to have children. And I believe that by sharing our stories, we help break the stigma. So let's dive in. Welcome back to We're Not Kidding. Today, I am joined by a woman I'm really excited to introduce to you, Kimberly Fisher. And Kimberly and I met through Instagram. Welcome, Kimberly. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. We've only talked once before this, but I feel like I know you. I don't know. It just feels like I'm getting together with Kimberly. But anyways, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? So
1: I am 27. I live in North Carolina. That's why I sound like this. <laughs> um, I'm married. This this August is my fifth wedding anniversary with my husband. Congrats. And we have three dogs, Cash Coda and Winnie. Hmm. And uh, we just live a very normal domestic life, honestly. <laughs> <My laughs>
0: the kids, it's pretty domestic okay. other than that. That's great. I'm curious, was there ever a point, so you don't have kids. Was there ever a point that you wanted kids? No, never. Okay. Simple answer?
1: No. I mean, when, when I was little, like my family's religious, they're, they're Christian. So,
0: yeah.
1: um, you know, typically the, the normal life path is you grow up, you get married, you have babies. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what I saw in, in my family, in the families around me, in, in, media like on tv like that's just all the parents had kids and everyone wanted kids and uh so I just assumed when I was younger that oh well that's what everyone does so that's what I'll do and I didn't really think much of it past that yeah but then when I learned where babies came out of
0: Uh uh-huh
1: that gave me pause. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) So yeah, as a kid, I just assumed I would, but I never, as an adult, no, I've never, I've never
0: considered having them. About what age was that turning point for you when you realized I don't want kids. I don't want to, I don't want to birth a human. So sixth grade was
1: when (sighs) I remember having like the first sex ed class in school. And that's when I realized, and I was like, huh interesting don't like the sounds of that but obviously I was in sixth grade so it still wasn't anything right. that I really thought about but then like by the time I was in high school it was like a running joke amongst me and my friends that pregnancy freaked me out yeah didn't want anything to do with it like one of the girls who was a class above me got pregnant okay and yeah. everyone was like oh how cute you know and I'm just like, Oh, Jesus, what? <laughs> and you know, like, this is the era, like when teen mom came out. So I was like, this is real life teen mom. Oh yeah. no. And, and it just kind of, it it progressed from mm. there. It was very, it was very gradual, me deciding that I didn't want kids. It started with the bio, biological part of it. Yeah. And then I eventually realized wow, that's a lot of work and a lot of responsibility and your whole life revolves around this choice. And then when I really started thinking more and more about it as the older I got by 20, probably I was like, yeah, I don't want to do that.
0: Mm. Not for me. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Wow. I mean, and to have that self-awareness too, and ability to challenge or to be comfortable with a life that didn't fit the norm per se. I think that's pretty incredible. And I can totally relate (laughs) on the not wanting to go through pregnancy. Although I don't think I officially like realized it or gave myself permission that, no, I don't have to go through that until this year or the year before.
1: I feel like I have a memory of like when I was younger, after I realized where they came out of, I was like, huh, When I have kids, I'm just going to have a C-section because I'm not doing that. But that's that's so, that's not easy either. They cut you in half. What's funny, I'm terrified of needles. And for those who are just listening, my whole right arm's covered in tattoos. Yeah, it's a big needle going like really deep in your body or going through a body part, like I can't get piercings anymore. Like I have some oh. in my ears and my nose, but every yeah. time I pass out. So I would be, they would have to sedate me for me to give birth because oh I would just lose it. I'm so with you. No, So me, me giving birth, it,
0: mm-hmm, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, it's a good decision. I'm curious. Do you like kids? No.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I laugh because man, that really sets people off sometimes when I say Mm. I don't like them, but yeah, I I'm, I'm a very, um, introverted person. That's why I'm good at this kind of stuff online. But when it's, like people in real life, people exhaust me, people of all ages exhaust me, but children just need so much attention Mm. and and so much time and they can be so loud. (laughs) Yeah. Just the questions and the look at this, watch this, watch me go. It's just a lot, but no, I, I just don't jive well with how kids just inherently are. I don't, hate any of them on like a personal level or anything yeah but it just sucks because when you even other child free people when you tell them like I don't like kids that's why I don't want them some of them will be like oh my god Mm. how why you're so evil like people who don't like kids we are not demons sent from the pits of hell to come and push your children into traffic. That is not the case. We don't like them and we don't want to be around them. So for me, that means I just avoid them as much as I can. Sure. And if I'm ever like forced into a situation where I have to deal with them, I'm nice. Mm. But um, I'm just, you know, I just do the
0: bare minimum. I'm nice to them. And then I send them on their way. Right. I think it's good to talk about because it can be challenging enough to get reactions from other people about being child free. You already get sort of that, like, what? Like, you don't want kids. What's wrong with you? Or you're an alien. You kind of get those responses. But then to add in this other layer, like you said, and even people who get the not wanting kids part may not understand the not liking kids part. I am in the camp of I like kids, but I would imagine that that feels even more taboo to not want kids and then not like them on top of it. And
1: sometimes it feels like you already have a target on your back for being child-free, like you said. And then let's just put an even bigger one over top of that because you don't even like it. But like, perfect example, two little neighborhood girls came to my house the other day. They were selling cupcakes. It was like a hundred degrees outside. So, you know, the hustle was real with them Mm. too. And so they came up to our door. they are like, hi, do you want to buy a cupcake? And like, they're just kids trying to make a dollar off these little cupcakes. So I'm not going to be rude and slam the door on their face and tell them to F off or something like that. Like, that's just not, I'm not mean to yeah. anybody, I don't think, but you know, it's just, I don't know. I was nice to them and I bought a, a cupcake and my husband ate it and said it was fun. You probably made their day yeah probably yeah and I just sent them on their way and that was the end of it but you know it's just I feel like society wants us to be these evil child-hating people and I don't know it it benefits society when even us among each other like each child free person is dividing each other into these smaller and smaller groups based off dumb stuff. Like we're allowed to not like kids. It's okay. (laughs) Right. Yes.
0: Yes. Just don't be mean to them. Just avoid them and just dislike them from afar. With not wanting kids and not liking kids, how do you determine who to share this aspect of your life with? So as you know, I'm
1: very vocal about it on Instagram. So pretty much anyone who comes over there, I have shared it with, but in terms of Like real life meeting someone, I don't go up to them like, Hi, I'm Kimberly and I'm child free and hate kids. (laughs) You know, (laughs) that would be weird. Honestly, like, if anyone asks me, Do you have kids? I'll tell them. I'm not going to lie about it or make something up or play it off like I don't, but I want them or anything like that. I'll just say no. And based off their response, that will determine how the conversation goes from there. (laughs) Mm.
0: Yeah. Have you had a lot of these conversations and how do they, is there like a way that they typically go? What has been the range of, I guess, what you've experienced?
1: Honestly, I feel like in real life, I've been pretty lucky Mm. where I don't know if it's just the people that I've encountered or just, Maybe they just know I'm confident about it. I don't really know what it is, but in real life, no one has ever really like, well, why? Okay, How come? Yeah. Are you serious? Like the only instance I can think of, and it wasn't even a bad conversation was my grandparents, pastor's wife <laughs> Okay, had, has a younger child and for some reason I was sitting next to her at something. I don't even remember. And she told me that her baby wanted me to hold it. Oh. And I said, no, I don't, I don't think he does. I'm not a baby person. And I was just, you know, it was just, I I was nice about it. I kind of made it into a joke and then that started the conversation. But luckily she was not like, super rude about it or
0: anything. Mm, yeah, that's interesting. I always find that the expectation is kind of always there that everyone likes babies. And I'm I'm not a baby person either. All in all, I've been really lucky in real life that no
1: one's been super rude, but typically it also depends on how well I know the person. If it's just some random person that I mean, at the grocery store or something, I'm probably not going to give them much to work with at all because eh, it doesn't matter. You never
0: will see that person again. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I know that like friends and family can be a source of pressure for some people. Is that something you've experienced? Also lucky again.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I feel bad because I know so many people have such issues with their family so I feel bad saying like no my family's fine but I mean I I really truly did just get lucky like they um they all support it and and they're just like you know that's not what you want and for sure don't have them if you don't want them and uh none of them give me crap about it none of them ask me you know prying questions or Anything Mm. like that. So yeah. Yeah. But that's why I like I feel so bad when people tell me that their parents or whatever just won't accept it because I know that I got so lucky.
0: Yeah. And I just
1: wish everyone's family could just
0: be understanding of of their children
1: and of their choices.
0: And do you have that from your you're married? Do you have it from your in-laws as well? Oh well. (laughs) His family's a whole his family
1: is a whole other story honestly okay so when when my husband told his family that we weren't going to have kids his mom was kind of supportive but was kind of ambivalent about it i guess mm. um but his dad was like low key upset but didn't really say much but then his brother on the other hand went on a whole like super toxic tirade and Mm. it's very toxic on that side of the family so we mostly just stay away from them but that would be one person who is legally related to me that that has been mean to me over that okay (laughs) but to be honest we don't we don't have we don't communicate with him at all anymore Mm. so to me I'm just like you can stay mad as long as you just yeah. Like, you know, I'm like, I'm stay in your bubble, and I'll stay in mine, and just leave me alone. You can think sure. whatever you want
0: to be. Was that so, part of what created the divide, or was it already kind of there?
1: Before it was that? already there. okay. It had been there for a really long time, and honestly, the the family dynamic and just like mental health related mm-hmm. stuff, substance abuse, all of that stuff is part of the reason why my husband doesn't want kids. I'm just oh, more of a long, sure. I don't like them, so I don't want to. I don't want that, but he has like deeper reasons, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't he doesn't want to pass on mental illness or alcoholism or anything like that. And he's super open about that. And
0: you know. Yeah, I know that that can be um reasons like your husband's are I hear a lot. Like I don't want to pass this down. And I know for myself for a while I was afraid of would I know how to parent in a way that wouldn't, you know, like, I think that's a concern too, for people, even parents, (laughs) but how do I not mess my kid up more? And that was a fear that I had when I thought I would be a parent. So I think it's admirable to be able to be like, you know what? We have these hereditary things and I don't want another life to go through them. And so I'm just going to make that decision. Right. And I mean, for both of us,
1: sometimes we just look at each other. and We're like, It's a struggle to take care of ourselves. Sometimes I can only imagine if we had to add in another person who literally cannot hardly do anything for themselves for like, what, eight or 10 years. Like, I mean, that's a long time to be like having to take care of everyone's or someone's every need and every want.
0: (laughs) That's a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) It's really hard to imagine. So This hasn't been a super alienating or isolating decision for you, it doesn't seem like, or has it in any respect?
1: Honestly, yes and no. Okay. It was it was easy because my family accepted it. And so I didn't have that going on. Yeah. But honestly, about two years ago, right before I started really posting on Instagram, I was so incredibly Frustrated because I felt like every single female of my age that I knew from high school or wherever was just having babies. Mm. And I wanted, like, it's so, it's going to sound mean, but I wanted to shake them and be like, you do realize you could do other things than have children. Like, right? Like, you don't have to rush into it. Do you know this? And It was just, I've noticed that a lot of my uh, emotions start out as anger or frustration. It's like, I have to be like, okay, why am I actually angry? What's the under? So I feel like I was just feeling really lonely and misunderstood. And I didn't know, like, not that there was something wrong with me, but like, am I just going to be? floating on this little Island by myself, just me and my husband, while everybody else is doing this thing that we won't know part of, like, where's our people at, you know? Yeah. So in that way, it was really, really isolating and it was frustrating. And that's why I started posting about not having kids mm. on Instagram. And then that led me, it actually led me to the child less community first. And then I realized there was also the child free and realize that I fit more into the child-free community just because I never wanted them. Right. The rest is history. Now I'm just over in that community all the time. (laughs) I
0: found my people. Right. Oh, I love that. So can you talk about how, you know, how has it felt to find your people? And like, what has that experience been going from, oh my gosh, everyone I know is having kids to finding this community?
1: Oh my gosh. Sometimes I just sit around and think like how crazy it is that that, like an app can mean so much to you, which is such a weird thing to say, such, such a millennial thing to say, like, let's be real, (laughs) but it's just, I have met so many nice people on Instagram. Like I, I would not know you and I would not know a slew of other people who I talk to on like a very regular basis. And I'm just like, like I I talk to them so much that I'm just like, I need to make plans to come wherever you are and meet you in real life. Because like, you know, I mean, it's crazy that you can meet people on the internet and talk to them so much. You're like, I may as well know you in real life because we talk so often. And uh, yeah, I'm just so glad that I found the child-free community over there. I don't know what I'd even be doing (laughs) if I hadn't, I'd probably just be sitting around really bitter that I didn't have hardly anybody to talk to that didn't have a kid.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because it's
1: really hard for me to, to relate to moms, not always, but if, you know, if they talk about their kids a lot and it seems like they don't have you know, any other things going on or they don't have hobbies that they're into. It's really hard for me to find common ground because the only parenting experience I have is with them three dogs. And right now they're in their cages. You can't do that with a child. You'll get <laughs> you go to jail. It's really hard for me to relate. And, and I'm just so glad that there's so many people that, that I'm in contact with now who like get me. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. I have been blown away by, I mean, for me, I... Wasn't aware of the child-free community. In fact, I didn't realize I was a part of it until this year, um, when I made the concrete decision and I had never seen anything online. In fact, like I had for the longest time had a very love, hate, mostly hate relationship with Instagram, like was ready to just break up with it so many times (laughs) and like, you know, watched, um, what is it? The Netflix social dilemma. And just like knowing that these social media apps are programmed to get us psychologically interested and invested. Anyways, it wasn't until I landed on the child-free focus of my Instagram page that one, I like, felt like Instagram was... Something I wanted to be a part of. And two, it then all of a sudden there was this whole community that I had never seen on there, never. And then it was just this whole new, like this wormhole opened to like this (laughs) group of people. It's been amazing. Yeah. And that's just been within the four months. And now I know like people from all over the world. But I feel like actually that was the pandemic for me too. Like working online and working from home, I just like it just opened my world, which was a really cool. Um, unfortunately I don't think that was everyone's experience. A lot of people maybe was the opposite, but I felt very fortunate. I really saw the beauty in social media and these online ways of connecting.
1: Social media can be so toxic. Yes. But then it's like the minute I'm just like, I'm done with Instagram. I I, I hate it here. Yeah. (laughs) Like someone will, will message me something nice or just, Mm. you know, like, just talk to me. And I'm like, see, I wouldn't even know this person if I wasn't on here.
0: Yeah. And it just,
1: it is addicting though, isn't it? But it? is. it's so validating when, you know, just in general, just everywhere you go, it's, it's so parent and baby focused or kid focused. And it just yeah. feels so validating to have a space, even if it's a virtual space to go and, and you know, that you're going to be accepted and that you're
0: normal in this space. Yeah. Yeah. Right? People get it and they get you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it is. It's amazing. And I'm so glad that you found it. And I found it and we found each other. So has being child-free impacted any relationships in your life in any tangible way? Well, I mean,
1: definitely my relationship with my husband first and foremost. Cause yeah. I'ma be honest with you. I don't. I think we would end up absolutely hating each other if we had had a child, mm. just because logistically, with his job schedule, it would be really hard. And it goes back to being self aware. I'm self aware to a fault sometimes. Sometimes it's not even a good thing because I'm too hard on myself. But I just our relationship is so good because we can spend so much like good quality time together. And that's my favorite thing. Like that's my love language is quality yeah. time. And I know that if we had decided to have kids that it wouldn't be possible for us with, like I said, with his schedule and just how our lives are, it just wouldn't happen very often. And I feel like we would just be really, really miserable and yeah. miserable. People aren't going to make good parents anyway. <laughs> Right. But as I, as far as other relationships, none of them have been impacted negatively mm. solely because I'm child free. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, like friendships and stuff, they they come and they go and that's just yeah. kind of how it is, but none of them, thankfully, none of them have ended because I don't want children. And obviously if anything, I've found a ton more relationships because yeah. I'm child free and because I'm open about it you know I was able to find my people and now I have a lot of online friends
0: <laughs> yeah i mean that's a pretty cool impact um or result that's pretty right. pretty amazing and yeah i'm with you the ability to really focus and connect on that your marriage i'm also married and i do really value that and i have never It feels like watching other couples or maybe it's how it's in the media. I don't know, but like they have to get reacquainted after the kids go off sometimes. Like, and it is a lot. Um, it's not just about, I feel like if I was a parent, I, I would lose myself and I would lose that connection with my spouse. And, um, we worked really hard for that connection and I want to keep it, keep seeing it evolve. So I'm with you. Right. No marriages, they take work.
1: Yes. To get along with each other on a (laughs) day-to-day basis, you know, and like yeah, it's just oh man, sometimes I sit around and think, like, oh my gosh, what would we even do? Like just the amount of stress that I know I would feel, like stress makes me very ill, you know, or when I feel when I feel rushed or just Mm. stuff like that. It gives me anxiety. It makes me very angry. And I just, I I wouldn't be able to deal with it well. So I just, I don't know if I would have time for any relationships. Because not only is it with him, but like, you know, just relationships with friends and family, I'm able to devote more time to talking to them and going to see them and going out and doing things with them. And like, It's just, it's nice to have that freedom to really be able to like, really connect with people. Yeah. Whereas if I had an obligation of a child, I probably wouldn't have time for it.
0: Right. Yeah. And knowing that quality time is like a love language of yours. It makes sense that that holds so much value for you and being able to do those things bring so much meaning to your life. Yes. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Kind of similarly, or like related to what we've been talking about, are there things that you've been able to do because you aren't a parent? Well, I mean, not to be too dramatic about it, but like everything, <laughs>
1: and I, I really, I mean that sincerely because I'm a, I'm a daydreamer. I'm one of those people who like to sit and contemplate, like what would have happened if this one thing was different? Like the whole butterfly mm, effect yeah. situation, I go on tangents in my brain sometimes. And I was actually thinking about this earlier in preparation for this. And I realized like, based off everyone else's, you know, assumed timeline, we've been married for almost five years. So we would have like probably a three or four year old right now.
0: Right. That
1: is wild to me. Like, I don't even know what I would do with a (laughs) three-year-old. I
0: have no idea. Like
1: the house that we live in, um, it was Shelton's grandmothers, my husband's grandmothers. And it, it needs a lot of work. Mm. So like, where would we get the money to fix the house up? Right. And the room that I'm sitting in right now is my plant room. It's just a, a bedroom with, with plants and a bookcase and just, you know, stuff in it. And if I had a kid, I would not be able to have this room because we only have two bedrooms. This would be a child's bedroom. Um, (laughs) Where would my plants go? I don't know. (laughs) I wouldn't be able to have half of them. Right. It's just, And like, I wouldn't be able to pay my car off early. We wouldn't be planning some trips that we have happening this year. And I wouldn't be able to have three dogs for sure. Because dogs are so expensive. So we would just have the one probably. And I don't, it's just crazy when you really think about all the different things that could happen and all the different decisions you can make, you, you can just get lost in that. Yeah. But I just tell people, I am so passionate about being child-free because my life is the way it is because I'm child-free and I love the way that my life is. It's like, mm-hmm. I just want other people to know, Hey, you can
0: make this choice. You, you don't have to have kids. Right. It sounds like there's a lot of gratitude for what this life has allowed, what this choice has allowed in your life. And, and I love that you think about what, okay, what would it be? Had I gone this other route? Had right. I gone the traditional <laughs> path? What would be happening? And what wouldn't be here that I is here? Like, I love that perspective. I think that's yeah. really and I, cool.
1: I try to be grateful because I know, like I said, I am so 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 lucky to have had it this easy in a mm. lot of ways, and I don't want to take that for granted. And yeah, I just I, I try to be grateful about
0: it because I know
1: one decision can make so much difference.
0: Yeah, kind of on the flip side, have there been struggles for you? because of this choice to be child-free?
1: Honestly, and this is going to sound silly, but like I said, I've been really lucky. It was easy. It was an easy decision for me. My husband has always been on the same page about it. My family's been cool with it. So honestly, the hardest thing that I'm having to learn to deal with right now is really hateful, ugly, ignorant comments on social media. Because like I said, I'm very open about it on Instagram and I want to be open about it on Instagram. And obviously when, when you're really like open about your life online, you open yourself up to it. Right. But I'm having to, I'm having to learn what comments deserve my attention and deserve Mm -hmm. my effort and what comments I need to just not even, not even worry about. And for me, like it just, it really annoys me when, when people think they know me or when they judge me really hard off of one post or one reel or just one little thing. And I'm having to learn, calm your attitude. (laughs) It's not worth your time. It's not worth the effort. Just let them think what they want.
0: Yes. Oh, I feel you on that one. Yeah. Yeah. It is. People
1: are loony on the internet.
0: I know (laughs) it's like free reign to say whatever you want to some people. I I feel like some people take it that way. And I find it really interesting because the most out there comments that I get typically come from a male with a private account or a seeming a name yes. that makes me think that they identify as a cis male. Um, yes, and they're private. It is
1: so true. And again, for those who can't see, I have a buzz cut, so yet again, there's three targets on me. I'm child-free, I don't like kids, and I don't have hair. <laughs> and and lately, especially for some reason, my lack of hair really upsets the straight white man wow like really really upsets him i got called a thing like a day or two ago mm-hmm. oh. a thing yep
0: <laughs> wow yeah. and let me just say yeah. for listeners kimberly has a great aesthetic i love her tattoos <laughs> she can like i could not pull off the buzz. She racks it so I just I just need that to be on the record. Too sweet. Oh my (laughs) goodness. No, honestly,
1: I just buzzed my hair off because I got so sick and tired of it. It was it's really fine and it would always be really flat. It wasn't big, glorious mermaid hair that I really wanted. So I was like, screw it, I'm done. I don't need it. And I just buzzed it off and it's great. I love it. (laughs) I love that. But people, man, they're so mean. And like, I, I don't take it. I don't take the hate comments personally because I know it's just people projecting their own crap onto me or yeah. they're having a bad day and I seem like the easy target. So I don't take it personally. But to be honest, when you get like a lot of them all at one time, it's just like, come on. Like, are we still doing this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, right. I think it speaks a lot to your character, too. And, you know, something you were saying earlier about when your friends were beginning to have kids or like people your age were having kids and you were kind of in before you found the child free community and sort of noticing that anger. But like, you know, I think a lot of people it's so easy to just like feel the emotions and not question them and just sort of react but you responded. You dug deeper. You're like, okay, what's there's something here. Let's figure this out. Let's right. let's work through this. And like you said, self awareness is really big for you, and to be able to stay grounded and know, as you get those comments, that you know, okay, this is them, not me. Like that takes a lot of work. And so it's I just want to, <laughs> I just want to honor you for that. That's huge.
1: Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm definitely. I'm still working on it every single day. Like, yes. Yeah. It is the biggest struggle for me currently is, is not letting them get to me and not responding in a super disrespectful way, because I have noticed that sometimes a comment will read very disrespectfully, but if you, you just take a deep breath and you just respond kindly, and I've actually had a couple people like say, Oh, I reread that. And like that, that came off as rude. I didn't mean it that way. I'm sorry. And I'm like, okay, good. I'm glad I didn't respond to you in a smarky way. Like I wanted to. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, you know, I just try to, if it's not just a downright like troll comment, yeah, I'll try to just respond with something either slightly funny or just very factual that they won't be able to argue with,
0: Mm, you know, that's what, yeah, (laughs) yeah, no. And it does, it took me a while to realize to also do that checking in, like, do I, do I want to expend the energy here?
1: I, I leave a lot. I leave most of the Hateful comments on my content because I want other child free people to see it and to see that, yeah, even I get hateful comments. Like, yeah. I'm really confident about it and I'm living my best life, but yeah, I get hateful comments. Or I want supportive parents, like parents who support the child free choice, I want them to see what other parents and just what other people actually do say to child free people just willy nilly Yeah. because there are still people who, who are like, who cares if you don't have kids? No one cares. Like, why are you talking about this? And I just Mm -hmm. will respond and be like, go read my comment section, friend. (laughs) Like, then you'll know why I'm still talking about this because there's still so many people
0: out there that just don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. And I've gotten, I I think that's so important too. I think helping other child-free people see that if they've gotten hurtful comments, it's not about them. It's just, right. it's part of this dynamic. It's part of this not being widely accepted yet, but it's not about them um, and to feel less alone in that. And then also, like you said, for other parents to see it too, because I had a, I think a very well-intentioned woman, right? A comment on one of my earlier on posts. And I again, it's a comment. So I don't know what her intended tone was. And again, this right. might be me me being a little reactive to it, but she cited the lowered birth rate and the fact that she had a lot of friends who were um child free and just like it it wasn't a big deal. And um, and she herself is a mom though. But what I thought was, I mean, my reaction kind of internalizing that was well yes the birth rates down but that doesn't mean that more people are opting out of having kids it means more people are having less kids it might mean more people are opting out i don't know that might take time to really like get that nuanced data out mm-hmm. but and even if people even if there are more people if it does mean that more people are opting out it doesn't mean that it's easier to talk about. It doesn't mean that, that even though like her friends right now might be, um, at a place where they're comfortable and it's like, they're proud and they're in that pride of their choice. It doesn't mean that when they first made the decision or had to like tell someone, they didn't have an internal, is this person going to reject me or how's my mom going to respond when, when she hears she's not getting grandkids because I don't want to be a mom. So I just think it's really interesting. And I think it is important for everyone to see that, like, this still isn't accepted. Um, and while it's hard to have those comments on your own posts, letting other people see it, it does maybe have like a, a, a greater impact. And
1: let's be real. Sometimes they're just so ridiculous that I'm just like, Y'all got to see what this person done said to me. (laughs) So funny. Okay.
0: Mm. So, Kimberly, many people describe the child free choice and lifestyle as selfish. I'm curious what your thoughts are on that uh, label.
1: Okay. So, I have thoughts (laughs) on this. So, I totally agree with, with other child free people when they say, like, you know, I'm not selfish because I'm not, I'm not bringing a child into a situation that they're not going to be wanted. Like I totally get it. Like child-free people are not selfish. However, we are selfish. People, people are selfish. And I think, I, I really wish that we could just do away with the negative connotations surrounding selfish Mm. And realize that setting boundaries for yourself and taking care of yourself is maybe quote unquote selfish, that it's a good kind of selfish. And it's okay to be selfish. I want to be selfish. I want to be selfish with my boundaries and time and money and relationships and all the things. I want to be able to be selfish like that. So honestly, I, I feel like it it benefits society to label us as selfish because it has such negative emotions tied to it that you don't want to be selfish, right? Mm -hmm. You don't want to be that person. So if we could just do away with that, like it, it is an uphill losing battle to convince someone that is already set on you being selfish, that you're not selfish. They're going to point out every little single thing that you do for yourself or every single little thing that you don't want to give up as oh well you're just being selfish see so to me i think it would just be a lot easier if if we all just collectively as a child-free family uh just said you know what i am selfish and that's why i'm not going to have kids i am selfish and that's why i don't want to be a parent and that is okay and then I, I mean if you go with it if you own it they don't have anything like they, they have nothing you have you Completely ruined their argument.
0: Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I love your take on that. I think that, I mean, really, what is selfish, anyways? Like, I mean, it's just as selfish to have a kid because you want to have a kid as to not have a kid because you don't want to have a kid. Like, (laughs) if you're living life and I support, parents who have had kids because they want to have them. And I support people who don't have kids because they don't want to have them. It's about living your best life. And however that looks to you, because I think when you live life selfishly in this sense, as in living life for yourself, you're a better person. You're a happier person. And you're going to spread more of that out into the world than like being resentful because you're living a life that you don't actually like.
1: Exactly. And, you know, like you can be, you can totally be the bad kind of selfish where you really yeah. just don't care about anybody else, but your own self. Right. But, and I think like, you know, I feel like society, at least from what I see, is definitely moving towards like self-care, mental health, like be yeah. aware of it, take care of yourself. So hopefully selfish will stop meaning you know, completely what it means right now. And we can look at it as, well, what kind of selfish, like mm-hmm. bad selfish or taking care of yourself selfish. Because yeah. if, if me not wanting kids for the reasons that I don't want them is selfish, then I am a hundred percent fine with being called selfish.
0: Yes, yes, yes. That is good. I'm clapping. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Congregation in the back applause. (laughs) (laughs) So it seems that society upholds parenthood kind of as the most fulfilling life path. That's not something I personally agree with. I'm curious. Um, can you share like about what things in your life bring you fulfillment? So
1: I'm really easy to please, I think, which is probably a good thing. Like I love spending time on my front porch. We have Mm -hmm. kind of redone our front porch a little bit to make it super nice to sit out there. I love spending time with my husband. I enjoy creating content for Instagram. I enjoy making YouTube videos, uh, video games, board games, just anything that just brings me joy Mm. fulfills me. And especially... Uh, when I can set a goal and work towards it and enjoy working towards it and I accomplish it, that's really fulfilling. And, you know, reading, writing, learning new things, going places. It really is easy to fulfill me, honestly.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Just experiencing life. And yeah. it sounds like being present in the moment, enjoying, enjoying. Yes. Yeah. And that's
1: another thing I'm working on because, wow, our cell phone's addicting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. It's bad. Yeah, I've definitely had to learn to put some boundaries on myself with my cell phone. <laughs> Along with that, seeing a different um, definition of fulfillment. Also, how would you define family? You know, it's not clearly the typical parents and children scenario. for Right. It, right? <clears throat> so for me, it's just, anyone
1: who respects you Mm -hmm. and respects your boundaries and cares for you and you can be yourself around them, they accept you for who you are. It certainly doesn't have to be people you're biologically related to. I know for a lot of people, that's, that's not their true family. Um, And honestly, like going back to my my husband's family even though they're biologically related to him they don't treat him like family mm-hmm. and that's been a huge you know thing in my life for I've known him for 12 years now yeah. and that really was a great example of like your family is chosen it's mm-hmm. not always who you were born into unfortunately so Yeah. For me, it's just whoever accepts you for who you are Mm. and cares about you and, and respects you.
0: Yeah. It's super meaningful to have that validation and acceptance. So I'm curious as a child-free person, do you ever worry about who will take care of you when you're older? (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) okay. So my sarcastic
1: answer (laughs) to people who say that because they do say it, um, I say, well, probably the same nurse who will be taking care of you in the next room while your children are not visiting you. <laughs> so, I've just, you know, I've heard from so many, uh, from so many people in healthcare, in yeah. nursing homes, assisted livings, that there could be someone with seven kids and 15 grandkids and none of them come to see them. And that's mm-hmm. so and I really hate when, when it comes off as though people are having children with the expectation that those children will one day take care of them. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't think a baby should be born with a predetermined job yeah, or, or anything like that. And it's no one knows my thought on it right. is no one knows what's mm-hmm. going to happen. I might die tomorrow. I might not even make it to when I'm old. Not yeah. saying that we shouldn't worry about it or plan for it, but no one knows. And even even people with kids, you don't know your your kid might not might not live that long. Like you don't know people people die young, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's just kids are not insurance policies. They are their own people. They're gonna grow up and have their own lives, and you're still gonna have to figure it out for yourself, probably. Yeah, absolutely. But we honestly we haven't even really talked about it. Right now, Mm. we're saving up money for trips and home renovations and just hobbies and stuff like that. We're just living. But my husband does have a 401k, so I guess that's a good thing. But (laughs) (laughs) I sound so irresponsible right now, but. I mean, honestly, though, like, you know, sometimes when you really do think like, oh my God, like really, what am I going to do? And like one of my biggest fears is that I'm going to be old and like my husband's going to be dead, (laughs) to Mm. put it bluntly. And like, he is my person and I don't know what I'm going to do without him, Mm -hmm. but that's still not a good enough reason for me to have a kid that I don't want just in the hopes that I'll raise them well enough and they'll like me enough to spend time with me when I'm old. (laughs) Yeah. But to me, it just makes friendships and like really good relationships more important so that when I am old, I'll just have a bunch of friends that are just as old and smelly and decrepit as I am. And we (laughs) can just party it
0: up in the nursing
1: home together.
0: Yeah. Oh, I completely agree. And oof, I can feel that the fear of like losing your spouse, especially being child free. I think like your energy is and your mental space is in that relationship. You know, it's your primary relationship. And I totally get that. And so I think that. I've always just thought like the one thing I can do is just really work on the relationship with myself too. Cause you don't know what life's going to throw you and just making sure that like at the end of the day, I'm okay with me as hard as that reality could be. I think that's my only way to feel good about that. Poss- you know, the reality of life. Yeah. 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 And like you said, invest in, in, in healthy nurturing relationships. Um, yeah. 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 Have you ever regretted your decision not to have kids? No, okay. I didn't think so, but no,
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, you, I, I, you can't regret what you never wanted in the first yeah. place. Um, yeah. and like, it's easy for me because I don't, I don't like children. I don't right. like those stages. So when, similar to you, when I see a baby, I'm never like, oh, let me, let me hold it. Let me look at it. Yeah. Puppy, like, oh, let me hold it. Let me look yeah. at it. What's his name? <laughs> when was he born? What kind of dog is he? You know, but yeah, no, I, I really, and to be perfectly honest, I feel like if I'm 80, <clears throat> laid up in the nursing home somewhere, however old, and I regret having children, it will be for the most selfish reason because I will be alone.
0: Mm.
1: Like, mm. it would it would just be, well, you know, I, I regret it, but not, I wouldn't regret it for what I missed or for what yeah. I didn't experience. I would regret it only for the selfish reason of there's no one coming to see me. But then that just plays right back into, well, you better get started on making lasting real friendships and relationships now. So that doesn't happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What is the best part of your child free life? Um, the peace and quiet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like I mentioned earlier, I'm super introverted. So like when I'm out, I have to come home and just decompress and be by myself. There is nothing better than when I've been at work all day than to just come home and it's quiet and it's peaceful and everything's chill. Like that is what I need in my life to like, really like it's self-care for me to just sit in silence with myself and collect my thoughts and decompress. And I know that that wouldn't happen if you had a, if you had a kid, you'd have to wait probably 15 or 16 years to get peace and quiet again. You'd have to have a disgruntled teenager hold up in their room before you could get a, a minute of silence. <laughs> and I would honestly, like, I would really, I would really mentally struggle if I did not have peace and quiet.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm with you on that one too. That one is huge. I am also introverted, so.
1: That's why we're good at
0: podcasting. Right? <laughs> being on the internet. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so as we wrap up, is there any advice or encouragement you'd like to share with our child-free listeners?
1: Um, honestly, I would encourage people to share their story because like I mentioned two years ago I didn't even know that the child free community existed and then I started posting on Instagram and at first it was really like imposter syndrome because I thought who who in the world is going to care that I don't have kids who's going to care about my story like it wasn't you know it, it wasn't this really hard traumatic thing that I went through it was super easy to to come to this decision to make for me and you know I thought who's gonna care but I posted it anyway and now here we are two years later where people are glad that I'm posting about it because I was the first person they ever saw in the community so I would encourage other child-free people to just be unapologetically yourself you know share your story in whatever capacity or platform you're comfortable doing it on because your story will help someone even if you don't think it will it 100 is going to help someone you are going to make someone feel normal and seen and heard and less weird or
0: whatever you're going to help someone. I think that that is such a, such powerful advice. I actually had, you know, I can really relate to what you said about sharing your story and, and just like the, the shift it made and it opened up so much in my own life. Um, but also like my friend has a a five-year-old and apparently she has started saying that she doesn't want kids when she's older. She's, Five. Wow. And because I, love that. I know. <laughs> like her, Yeah. And um, you know, her dad said to her the other day, like it was the second time she'd said it in like maybe a week or two span. And he said, Well, you know, there are people in your life who are married and don't have kids. And he was talking about me and my husband, and her face just lit up. So there might even be little ones that you're showing yeah. a different reality to. Um, but yeah, like you to your point, there's, you never know, um, what someone else is going through or thinking and you showing up and sharing your story might just help them feel okay too. Yeah. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> All right. And so how can people find you and connect with you? Um,
1: the easiest and and best way would be Instagram. I'm on there entirely too much. <laughs>
0: But over she'll there, be there I'm, people
1: yeah yeah I will. but over there i'm kimberlyfisher.cf and the cf stands for child free not carly fries like my friend tried to tell me <laughs> in my instagram bio there's a link to my youtube channel i vlog and make child free related videos and i also have a blog which has turned into pretty much a child free blog <laughs>
0: cool. How long have you had the blog? I actually
1: started the blog before I got really involved in Instagram. I think it's been a year and a half, two years, somewhere along the lines of that.
0: Awesome. Well, and I will put those, um, in the show notes description so people can find you and thank you so much for being on and sharing your story and helping people know that they're not alone.
1: You're so welcome. Thank you for having me.
0: It's been it a pleasure. Fun. I'll catch you next time. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to follow me on Instagram. My handle is Coach Anna Olson, And be sure to subscribe so you're up to date with the latest episodes.